We apologize for the wonky audio in this episode. We appreciate the support. Thank you for tuning in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Fable Dog Podcast. I'm your host, Along Pom, and this is me, Abhilas Singh. And for today, for we, the are first ve- time. we are very, very excited. Yes. Because we have our first guest. Our first guest today. So, I will not be giving you giving you the introduction. Yes. Because he's a very interesting guy. We just talk to him and his story, his experiences that he will be sharing across with all of us will be his introduction. So, I welcome uh, Mr. Ribunjoy Kokoi to our yes. podcast, and thank you so much for. You know, sparing this time and yes. you know showing that, like by the time when I tried to contact you, you were like really excited. You were like, okay, you didn't even say that. Oh, let me check out my schedule or like that. You just said like, okay, I'm really excited. So thank you for coming and joining us. Thank you so much for inviting me. Also, <laughs> first of all, like, can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Uh, for introduction, uh, I don't have as such, <laughs> uh, like um, as my name has already been given, Ripunjay uh, Gogo, and currently I'm working in uh, Dr. B. Bura Cancer Institute okay. as a network engineer. Okay, so, you're an engineer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, with, uh, like, uh, there are different uh, other associates also, colleagues okay. with me. We mm-hmm. take care of the computer peripherals or networks. And along with that, uh, I, I have also a keen interest of cycling. And um, like that way, I have achieved few milestones. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we have called this because we wanted to also hear about his cycling stories. Yes. Recently, he has done something very you know, amazing that most Northeasterners would not know. Yes. Or like, not yeah, of. might not be aware of. So, can you tell us about your recent Adventures. adventure story in London? So, the one uh, the everybody or uh, why along invited me was for uh, in August. Uh, I had an event in London. Okay. It was a London Edinburgh London event, which is named as LEL, and it's a fifteen hundred forty kilometer cycling okay. with elevation of uh, fourteen thousand four hundred meters. And the given time uh, for this event was uh, 128 hours and uh, 20 minutes. 128 hours. hours. So okay. five days, five nights, and. I, hours. I don't even know. I can't put it that hours into days also. Yes. <laughs> so 128. And so, like, when you say about elevation, so. It's in meters, right? Yeah, it's So in the meters. Mount Everest is at 8,000 8, something. Yeah. So you had done. How many? It's fourteen thousand four hundred meters. Okay, so, so almost the second. In general terms, if we say like some people might say how that can be because Mount Everest is yeah, eight thousand yeah. days, nothing taller than Mount Everest. Yeah. So in cycling, we count the number of times we climb anything. Yes. Let's say a, a flyover. Uh-huh. If you're climbing a flyover, it might be from the road to the topmost point. It might be ten meters. Yeah. So if you are climbing that same flyover ten times. So 10 meter into 10 becomes 100 meters. Yes. So that's how in cycling it counts. So the number of times we go up that keeps on adding on uh-huh. with number of coming down also. So total in 1540 kilometer, we had to cover 
14,400 meters of elevation. Okay, so along with you, were there how many Indian cyclists were there, or anybody from northeast from our region? So from northeast, I had one more rider. His name is Dhiraj Datta. Okay. Uh, he lives uh, in Ujjain Bazar only. Okay, and, he's from uh, Kohati. Yeah, and he's a co-owner of uh, Shifting Gears as well. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, from northeast, we two were, and from India, we had uh, initially uh, there were 160 riders. 160 is yeah, a good but, number. Yeah, but due to visa, like uh, we uh, we had a lot of visa visa issues because uh, post COVID, a lot of people started for applying for visa. Okay. So most of us applied in tourist visa only. Nobody applied in business visa. So due to that, or we don't know for whatever reason, it was taking a lot of time. Few people got within one week. Some got within one month, two months. I got after almost 90 days. So due to that late visa arrival or due to a lot of pressure, so finally uh, 120 riders from India were on the starting line. Out of uh, the total riders in LEL, we had around uh, 19, uh, 1,900 something riders, which was a lot. A lot. But yeah, but uh, we were given different time slots. Okay. Like uh, there was time from like five then 50, uh, 5.15 mm -hmm. so every 15 minutes there was okay. a group that was going like that to start so what was the experience like how what would you you know what memories that you brought yes. back home when you come back you know same memories uh, <laughs> initially uh, like before doing uh, LEL um, I, I had done a different event uh, CKB in India only only uh, it's climb kebab which ha it's a distance of 1200 kilometer so in first 1200 uh, I did two first one was a failure at 650 due to some technical uh, physical issues mm -hmm. so in that first event i took a lot of pictures because we are from northeast yeah. we have a keen interest of mountains forests everything we like ah we will stop click some photos take some time so in first event i did that because it was uh, we go to uh, uh, sorry uh, himachal uh, like dharamshala mcclorgans okay so we crossed the himalayan mountain uh, himalayan mountain ridge so it was so near i was taking pictures so due to that <laughs> The first failure was physical failure and due to the taking some time of clicking pictures also. Too many pictures. <laughs> so the second time when I went, I, I did not, even though I took pictures but very less. In, very limited. In the first event if I took 100 pictures, this time I took only 20 or 30. Okay. So LEL also I had that same mindset in mind. No, even though no matter how beautiful the scenery might be. Mm -hmm. how like it might be the last time that I might visit London I don't know I will not stop for any pictures <laughs> that was one motto that I was keeping in mind rest if we if I say the views like the roads were good mm -hmm. uh, if a lot of questions were asked like how are the roads so within the London the roads are phenomenal but uh, our, the route that we took that was through countryside so okay. countryside routes are most like Indian roads only. Okay. So it had potholes, narrow. good roads were also there, narrow roads were also there. But uh, the advantage that we had in there, since it was a countryside road, the traffic was very less. Ah, okay. We got few traffics which were in within the cities only. Mm -hmm. Plus we had to follow the street lights also. 
okay. in in Guwahati it started recently uh-huh. but in there we had to follow yes. because if anyone have noticed in India also when we cross uh, like if a car starts from a uh, uh, signal the speed is very slow it will like 20 or 15 or 30 speed mm-hmm. but in there they directly the first gear itself I think they pull up to 60 or 70 Okay. So it's better to not take risk and ah. stop at the signals. <laughs> Rest uh, while going to Scotland. The Scotland views were very phenomenal. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like on the I uh, think on the third day, uh, while I was coming, I was in Scotland. So while we were, uh, so it's near to the Axis. So while we were coming down to my la- uh, last checkpoint of my third day, uh, I think, uh, yeah, third day, mm. a rider stop in between. I also stopped, I inquired like, was everything okay? He said, okay. He said, just look up. The moment I looked up, the, the stars were so pretty. Like in here, even if in the uh, winter nights, if you yeah. look at the sky, we can see a lot of stars. Like let's say we can see about thousand stars. Mm-hmm. In there, I could see around double or triple the time and it was so near to me. I was like, wish I could had a, I had a DSLR with me. <laughs> I tried, I had, I had my GoPro, but no, the GoPro was not able, since yeah. it was pitch dark. But it was so pretty, like uh, I could see around three, four constellations, even like it was very good. Okay. So like uh, scenery, so uh, from us being from Northeast has the advantage of views and sceneries. Yes. So it's more of like same only. Okay, hilly. Yeah, hilly areas because we had to cover. How was the weather? Yes, that was a drastic change. Even the organizer himself said, uh, like in all the areas that I have uh, seen in videos, mm. uh, it's always been rainy okay. in the entire uh, event time. So I said uh, when I was saying uh, with my mother and father, like I have no issues with cold, I have no issues with rain, but the combination of both rain and winter is a very bad thing. Yeah. You can you cannot tolerate both at the same time. Because at the night time if the temperature is like three, four and at the time it rains, the temperature drops more. It might go to minus also. So it's difficult. So that I was thinking like if it rains, I don't know what will happen. So but God grace or we don't know. It did not rain. Like prior to the event it had raining but during the event there was no rain even the organizer said mm. this was the first time that we have experienced no rain it was completely during that uh, daytime it was very hot just like india ah. in the night time it got cold due as um, it was windy very windy in the night time and uh, the daytime uh, like the sun rose around sun uh, like sunrise would be around 4 30 mm-hmm. which is very normal to us but the sunset would be around 9.15. 9.15 p.m. PM. PM. Yeah. Okay. Damn. That's like... Yeah. So the entire time it's very daytime. Sunny, sunny, and suddenly till 9 it will be sunny. Then suddenly after 9.15 or 9.20, it will start getting dark. Instant darkness. Mm-hmm. So the night time, I'm like, I realized that I'm a night rider, so I can ride at night. So I tried riding as much as possible during the night time. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like during your entire uh, five days, how many hours did you get sleep? Because randomers, you know, <laughs> we get very limited sleep. 
so like it's it was actually a time management in here uh, like uh, in guwahati the engineering said we have done even you have also yeah. done like uh, since it's flat we are concerned about the timing that we will reach a control point okay we need to reach for 100 km mm. uh, if i take 5 hours it's fine okay but when it comes to elevation the game is totally it's different time. it's a different whole level different of timing like everything changes uh, you we i i like ckb uh, i i will quote keeping coach ckb uh, i have quoted a, a lot of people like uh, if if you want to try something that's challenging go for ckb because where there is elevation mm. and there is distance also your game plan mindset everything changes there also i had uh, the only thing in my mind was to cover as much as distance possible sleep for some time and then road up so initially my target was 400 hours i what i was thinking but due to elevation everything changed so if you say about the sleeping uh, i calculated finally so my entire riding time was 92 hours entire riding time okay so uh, and uh, yeah and i completed in 125 hours okay. so out of uh, 92 hours i had 33 hours spare Mm. So out of that thirty-three hours, I only slept for fourteen hours. Fourteen hours. That means less nineteen. Yeah. Only like two nights. Yeah. yeah. So nineteen oh. hours were almost like eating food and something like that. Mm-hmm. So first day, uh, if I'm if I remember, I slept fighting um, for four hours. Then I think I slept for one and half hours. Then forty-five minutes. Then again one hour. then uh on the on the final day like uh, just before the final day my plan was to sleep for just 2 hours or 3 hours mm-hmm. but i don't know uh the the volunteer woke me up or he forgot or what happened i don't know okay. instead of 2 or 3 hours i slept for 6 hours uh <laughs> and they have plan failed so you had to do you have to rush or yeah initially increase your speed yeah initially i i, I was very angry like on myself also even on the volunteer but when i started riding i i saw that i, I like um, I, but my bum was sore i had some body pain so when i started riding those two problems were less Okay. like if it was initially it was at 80% my body issue and bum sore huh. it came down to 50 or 40 So initial response was very ang- angry from me okay. but when I started riding I and I saw that okay my body is working fine then I said okay now nah. 6 hours might be, might had been a good thing for myself mm-hmm. so then my next plan was to not sleep for the next 25 yeah so I woke up at 9 am on that day on the fourth day okay so from 9 am till 11 15 there was no sleep for me I did not sleep So like 26 hours I did not sleep. 26 hours. After riding almost uh, I think 1200 km. 1200. No, I think 1100 something km. So the rest sleeping was yeah. <laughs> so like how was the checkpoints where there like many checkpoints people were giving you food? Yeah, how was yeah, being arranged yeah, like, so compared to our engineers that we do? Of course, it would be very different. Yeah, it's it was very different uh, experience-wise because the uh, the they they take a lot of volunteers in, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of volunteers went from India as well. Um, so like first impression that I had like 
we could say like 1900 that's a huge number but on the registration day itself we did not see much kind of a hassle everything was way very well organized there was no shouting this and that it was a very different feeling that can be seen a different change mm. and about the checkpoints uh, the distance from each checkpoint was very less because what i noticed like in india or in guwahati if you are riding any brm uh, we are getting small shops in between we yeah. can stop and take water yes. but in there as it was a countryside that scenario was very different like i could not see any shops oh. if you are passing by any town yes then we might get petrol pumps and shops but otherwise open fields just like going to upper assam there's open fields or in mountains it's just similar to that mm -hmm. so the maximum distance any uh, between any checkpoint was 112 but in that 112 also there was a uh, checkpoint in between which was a secret one ah. so i could say 50 50 rest um, the shortest distance was 48 kilometer Uh, yeah but like uh, i got checkpoints like 90 kilometers or 80 kilometers or so but in those between there were some small shops who were offering us food like we need to purchase okay. but there were shops where you can stop buy something and then again go off okay so it was entirely different kind of cp controls and yeah fooding in cps were uh, hugely like i got the advantage because uh, i started early Mm. so i got food very much abundantly but later on i heard uh, the later groups which are coming in they got a bit less compared mm. to the initial ones it, it will be because initial riders will have the advantage of getting a lot of food okay. but it was not lot also they are giving in small portions the portions might decrease the, uh, towards the end but the portions were also limited so that everybody could have it so in <laughs> my first checkpoint when i reached I was thinking like, okay, I will eat this. I will eat this. Like, let's say there are ten items. Ah. So I was thinking, okay, I will eat this. So I said, please give me that. Give me that. So let's say I took five items. I had. So the next checkpoint, I think, first was hundred. The next was around one eighty. When I reached one eighty, I saw it was so tiring due to elevation and all. Mm. I I put a koto a motor to myself mm -hmm. that I will have everything, but in small portions. So mm. I went to a count counter and I would say. Please give me a bit of everything. Bit they of would it. laugh initially. Well, are you sure? I'm like, yes, I am sure. I do not have time to think also because the thinking part itself is a stress. Yes. That what I will eat. Yeah. It's better to have everything in small portions because I don't know which which win which would help in what way mm. in the during during the entire ride. Because in LEL, uh, when I studied uh, LEL, the main problem in LEL is navigation okay because in here in guwahati we are familiarized with the routes and yeah. even in india also there is no such problem but in in lel there were different intersections like intersection having four five turnings uh -huh. so going left right so even a one two kilometer also will affect in time mm -hmm. so the main challenge in lel was navigation i had my uh, computers bike computers but still mm -hmm. it was always a mindset that okay i might get lost i need to look after so a lot of pressure was already in my mind because first of all i've never ridden so much long hmm. different country yes different fooding better. i don't know the people weather yeah. different so a lot of different factors yes. so i thought at least i can nullify one factor that is eating food 
So I just I would just go. Please give me everything in small portions. I will have it as much as I can. I will put everything and just rode off. <laughs> which I think which might help I, towards the finish. Uh, like I started noticing, even though my body was uh, trembling and my bump was sore, my legs were working fine. I was okay. able to run around, like walk fast. The legs were working fine. Then I realized, no, since I was having everything, my body is perfectly okay for the entire ride. Okay. So, like, it sounds like very challenging. Yeah. Uh, something like normal people won't be able to do. So, for this, you have to. I think you have to prepare a lot, right? So, what was your? Yeah. How like, was your preparation being done? For how many months have you prepared? Like, uh, like uh, when you like when we first met, I used to ride MTB. Uh, you yeah. might have seen. Yes. So I was still riding an MTB. Uh, so last year, almost like it just it's just one year. I bought my first road bike. Okay. So the the change was to road bike because I, I before that uh, I have ridden uh, one thousand kilometer on MTB. So then I saw the body problem that it gets due to riding an MTB. It's very much. Okay. So I changed to uh, road bike due mm-hmm. to that only. So the main uh, focus that I gave was CKB because I wanted to see how CKB treats because I've never done any kind of because in CKB it's 1200 kilometer with uh, 10,000 meters of elevation. Yes. So I've never done 1200 with 10,000 at that time. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to challenge myself. So when I went there, uh, they had a Zoom meeting and the organizer, his name is Chiro Mitra. He said, you need to cover 450 kilometers in 22 hours. I thought to myself, like 450 kilometers, it's like 400 BRM. Huh. 400 BRM is 27 hours. And till that time, 450 have covered always in 26 hours, 26 mm. and a half hours. And he is saying 450 kilometers in 22 hours. I, I thought like, is he mad? <laughs> How is that possible? But, uh, it's okay. Let's see. If, uh, I will. If not, I will manage in twenty five. <laughs> so uh, when I went initially, uh, then I could see like since the road is good, the four fifty kilometer twenty two hours was achievable. So uh, the riders that finished uh, in that October edition, mm-hmm. all were able to get into a four fifty kilometer within twenty two hours. Oh. So then I could I understood that how I need to train because elevation uh-huh. is completely different in flat we might be going at 30 25 26 constant for four or five hours okay but in elevation the speed will decrease to 10 15 yes. even no, 15 is very good I would say yeah 15 is a good eight nine like from five to ten will be the speed. So 5 to 10 going in 1 hour, 2 hour, 3 hour, it's very stressful. So I started going to Shillong, Shillong or the new Shillong bypass road. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that way I started doing elevation rides as much as possible. As much as possible I used to do elevation rides, I used to find where I could do elevation rides. I, I, my goal was only to do elevation rides at least to make my body used to with the elevation. And by that time, um, the event started coming near. I, I took a home trainer from a r- rider only wow. and started doing uh, in home only the trainer because I had office also. So yes. 
as it as it's summer time because the event was in august so may june july is very hectic for us in guwahati and so due to that i and yeah for commute i use bicycle only mm-hmm. on unwanted circumstances like if it's raining then i would take a uber or my the home vehicle otherwise i will always use the bike mm-hmm. so up and down with the bike doing office work then i thought no no putting extra pressure on myself is also unnecessary yes. uh, so i took the trainer and doing training and worked on cadence like okay. more rotation to your legs okay. during the weekdays and during weekends like saturday or sunday i would try to hill climbing okay so that was my focus like along with proper training like hill training and leg rotations rest was also needed so that's why on weekdays i would try like one day of cycling the next day rest because uh, my office itself is 10 km so daily almost i'm covering 20 km so that's also enough for yeah. me for training <laughs> so that way i train myself like on weekdays office up and down with a little bit of leg spinning mm. rest uh, on weekends i would try some hill climbs that's all how i did that's all so all by yourself without any guidance from professionals no no just everything like trial and error yeah everything was done by me like I, i like experimenting with myself like it's like since now we have access to youtube and everything okay. you can just open a youtube and look what we can do mm-hmm. so youtube itself will give you a lot of idea like you can do this you can do that so that's how i started learning also when i started riding the bike um like i saw okay if i need to go like nongpu first goal was my nongpu when i started riding ah. in 2018 yeah. it took me almost like 5 hours to reach nongpu ah. then i came home and okay fine let me see what what we need to do in uphill riding so then i said okay you don't need to do this you don't need to do that you need to do this so there are a lot of do's and don'ts ah. in uphill cycling so i learned started doing this and that so everything like self and youtube i would say yes and and you earlier you were talking about your hand going numb and you are yeah. still recovering which you have not been riding as much as you have been riding before the <laughs> event right yeah, yeah so what actually went wrong uh, i am still not sure like a lot of riders have said the numbness is it does happen during the ride it will happen in long rides you are putting in the same position yeah, for yeah because it's ride. a long um, like in, even even if we are changing the position it's long days like 5 days yes. even if a lot of happens in 3 days as well like normally everybody would ride how much 4 5 six let's say 24 hours at yeah. the max anybody would ride then it would be less but three days four days putting the same position same posture it does hamper so a lot of people have said even um, professional riders do uh, they say on endurance ride the numbness do happen mm. but if after post event if the numbness is for a longer duration of time it might be due to body posture or uh, due to <coughs> sorry due to wrong bike fit So till now I have not done bike fitting like bike fitting is like if I say in general terms when we get a car we always position the seat according to our height or according to our comfort yeah. so that's bike fitting on a normal cycle the position of our knee thighs hand shoulder body saddle everything will get adjusted 
So my numbness might be due to that also because I have not bike done bike fitting till now. Mm-hmm. I have done everything with my comfort. Okay, my height is this. I just said I am comfortable in this position. With that only, I have ridden till now. So I am still recovering from that done numbness. Okay. <laughs> so which fingers went uh, down? So the numbness uh, during the ride, I had numbness on both of my hands, but the major was on my left hand. So the right hand got recovered. I think um, two, three weeks after, almost the most riders got recovered due to during that phase only. Okay. But my left hand, uh, first four fingers were numb, like almost post one month or so. So mm-hmm. they are still numb. Like so you can't feel it. Yeah, properly. I do feel it, but uh, does it's they are high sensitive. Like if I put something on them, sometimes it feels like I'm cutting my. And okay. something like that. <laughs> They're <Yeah>. highly sensitive. <laughs> and what are other other parts of the body were yeah, affected? Well, like, like your bum, you said. Yeah, the bum was sore. It's uh, general, like everybody has faced. But the uh, the main, uh, I'm still not sure why it happened. It might be due to same uh, the bike fitting only. Mm-hmm. On the second day, uh, uh, I think yeah. On I think on yeah on the second day, while climbing uh, the steep uh, the. the most tough part of the LEL, I had knee pain on my left leg. I did not knew why it happened, how it happened, but that was a problematic. But apart from that numbness and that left knee pain uh, during those rest, everything was fine with my body. Might be due to as I was having a lot of food, everything mm-hmm. that might have helped because I was not being choosy what was going inside my body, mm. and I was taking as much as water as possible. So the food might have helped me. What I think, because uh, there was everything like cereals, um, potato, mashed potato, uh, even rice was available. I was sh- surprised when I like <laughs> because in European countries we do not see, see rice. rice. Uh, if there is an Indian person, we might see Indian restaurant. The rice option might be available, but if it's a foreign people like uh, British or anyone. Mm-hmm the rice option would not be there Certainly. so when i saw rice i was oh i was so happy because <laughs> <laughs> it was like biryani i was like oh it's very good give me how much <laughs> rice <laughs> yeah and even there were chicken pieces like uh, there were boneless chicken so everything like uh, like nutrition was at like at top notch mm. everything was available we can have everything even uh, vegan options were there but they were a little less mm. But for us non-veg, it was everything was available. Take everything, have it. Like on every control points, <coughs> sorry, I was having around items of around um, five to six. So six different items. It's I think more than enough to give us, uh, like, uh, if not hundred percent body recovery, um. at least fifty to sixty percent the body is recovered somehow, mm. and the sleep also did help. I was sleeping as much as possible because. Uh, like uh, people do say 14 hours is very less but for us for four hours two hours is also very much yeah because we have seen we in Guwahati itself uh, like uh, we always sleep uh, in 600 so in 600 we will sleep like just one hour or two Two hours that's all but that two hours is also enough for the next day to carry us almost like 200 kilometers So two hours, three hours, like four hours was very good, I would say. <laughs> mm. Apart from your uh, body getting sore and your hands getting numb and all, what, was there any problem with your bike that 
went wrong uh this time there was no problem with the bike because post uh, uh post i had different uh problems like in the, when i bought the bike uh, i have never ridden a road bike so mm-hmm. within 3 weeks of riding road bike i went to the october last october ckb mm-hmm. so first of all it was a racing component like the cassette was small the one in the back side it was okay. small so in a <coughs> sorry so in a climbing we require big cassette which i came to know later on uh-huh. so that was one lesson one problem i had and uh, so and the uh, rest was okay okay i did training i changed my cycle i had some uh, uh, brake issue also which was resolved after i came then february again i went mm-hmm. for same 1200 km this time everything was fine 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 uh, but while coming down my brakes were not working so i could say 500 km i was with brake rest 700 km i was riding brakeless so that was the problem that i encountered in february post coming i did as much as investigation um tried searching everything so i changes chain made changes as much as possible so in lel i had no issues with the bike so everything i had was post in during the events only i got everything that i could i could know mm-hmm. so during lel i had no issues with my bike okay so what's next what are you planning uh, for <laughs> next like uh, for as of now uh, international wise there is a upcoming event on 2023 in paris it's called paris breast paris it's a 1200 km event Uh, that's like the mother of all the randonneuring yeah it's not event. a mother actually eliel uh, people say that it's the mother of all the okay. brms actually not brms as well uh, when uh, uh, when any rides beyond 1000 km like 1200 or 1400 1500 they are considered as ultra cycling okay so among the ultra cycling events Uh, the LEL 1500 km is considered the toughest one okay and when it comes to pvp pvp is like a festival event just like a two day france event oh, okay, okay. it's like a festival or a world cup when it's uh-huh. happening so pvp is just similar to that it's a okay. festival event and around uh, 6000 to 7000 rider go to participate in that event Oh my god. So the number is almost jumped to twice tri- tri- uh, like twice thrice four times the number of LEL. Okay. <laughs> so that's also a challenge. So that's what I'm thinking so it will depend at time also whether I'm able to go or not. Mm-hmm. And uh, and for local wise uh, I have a planning of uh Deccan days event uh, in Pune. It's called the Deccan Cliffhanger. Okay. It's the same uh, cycling event only, but it's a race of six forty-four kilometer. Okay. So I'm planning that one. Let's see what happens. Time will say. <laughs> Now it's, I think, it's good to call him ultra cyclist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultra cyclist <laughs> from Assam. Yes. Right. Yes. From northeast the ultra cyclist. Yes. yes, that one of the toughest cyclists even yes, yes. in the northeast. Also, I I would like to know like. throughout your whole cycling career like what has been the most like um, unbearable pain or injury that you have suffered that like almost makes you quit cycling 
Has there yeah. ever been any? There has not been any such like uh, quitting. Like it's never an option for us <laughs> because when <laughs> what we have seen or what we have realized by riding, if the legs are working, the cycle will keep on going. Okay. Yeah. If there is a huh, only problem will there will be if there is a mechanical failure. Apart from that, a rider be whatsoever, he will keep on going. We might push the bike also and go, but till the bike is working fine, we will keep on going. Mm-hmm. But apart from that, the major pain that I felt um, might be in uh, when I was doing the first 1,000 kilometer, which was organized by Guwahati randonneurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was riding the MTB. So MTB are like uh, used for normal, like we can use for doing this and that, roaming mm-hmm. here and there. But short it's ride. short rides or going to mountains. Yeah. But it's never recommended for long rides. Yeah. So it's still never recommended. But we do that. Yeah, <laughs> I also did 600. Yeah. 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 He have also done 600. But like it's a torture to the body. Uh, MTB would be useful uh, if it's a, uh, if it's a expensive one, expensive one like it might be like t- one lakh, two lakh, because then the bike will be light actually. Yeah. Like it's the same thing. If you say expensive wise, uh, even the road bike also. If you buy a normal road bike uh, like from ten, twenty thousand or forty thousand, mm-hmm. and if you buy a, a two lakhs, three lakhs road bike. So it's the same. It's a bike, but the difference will be in the weight. weight. If a normal bike, a normal twenty thousand bike will be of fifteen, uh, sixteen kg or eighteen kg, mm. but a normal, uh, uh, no, exp- expensive one will be around ten uh, kg, eleven kg. Yes. So in cycling, what happens? Let's say your bike is eighteen kg or let's say twenty kg. So twenty kg plus your own weight, you will you will have to carry that. So if you are riding a 10 kg bike plus your own weight, so you have a minus of 10 kg. Yeah. Uh, Initially, you nobody will uh, nobody will feel that, but as the duration increase yeah. or the height increase, then it mm-hmm. comes that oh, it's difficult yeah, like yeah, that yeah. way. So uh, when I was doing the thousand, those were difficulties like body pain, this and that, bum. So from where to where did you do that? So it was started from uh, Khanapara. We went uh, via Pachala, and near about Kokrajhar Highway only. We okay. took the U-turn. Okay. We came back. We stayed in Pachala. There was a uh, uh, night sleep. Mm-hmm. Then we went towards Kaziranga. Kaziranga was our next stay. From Kaziranga, we went to Gulaghat, and we came back to Guwahati. Okay. So it's like within three days. We went lower Assam and upper Assam as well, covering thousand <laughs> kilometers. So it was during winters, right? Yes, yeah, so it was during the winters. So and that also with winter, like it was so chilly, yeah. the hands were numb, a lot of problems. So like, then I understood like, yeah, MTB is good, but um, as, as the time and duration progresses with the cycling or mm. on the road, and as the body wears down. MTB is no no at that time, but if it's a good a light bike, yeah. Yeah. then it will it might be effective. Now, it mm. will be slower than a road bike, but it will be helpful because in MTB we have suspension. Mm. In road bike there is no suspension. Mm. Everything is bared by the body, yeah. so the suspension will help. So one thing that I noticed while riding MTB was that for longer rides I had the pen on my neck also because you are just mm. in that one position, right? If you have a, a road bike. You, there's a drop down bars yeah, yeah. like the stay mm. to be the handle bars, 
where you can change your position in multiple like mm-hmm. i think at least three position that yeah. you can uh-huh. they generally say three pro- pro- positions but it's on you how you write like even i do not use arrow bars yeah but i can do arrow position on uh, road bike okay so same goes with empty wheels i can do arrow position on mtb as well okay 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 <laughs> so like it's uh, like the body pain that we face what i notice is everything on the bike fit if there is no ah. bike fit there will be problems like if you are riding a car if the seat is not upright you might feel difficult it's on the rider who is sitting some <laughs> ride straight up some ride drive while sleeping or lying yeah. so if you are not in a comfortable position yeah like if you are going 50 60 km there is no problem mm. but when you have reached 100 200 km you start mm. facing shoulder hand numbness somewhere so it's same with the bike also if your push bike fitting is not proper mm. there will be issues when you're do- doing long rides in short like 10 50, 10 20 km there is never an issue but when you go for 300 400 which we are doing yeah. then the problem might come or might not come yeah it will depend and you were saying that you are planning to go next month or next week uh, for bike fitting in delhi yeah. Yeah, so it's in uh, like this month itself only uh, in yeah. during the puja only I'm thinking of going. So uh, like they say I have what I have heard like the professionally they do in Chennai. Okay. But uh, in Delhi I have some known like I I did my college in Delhi not in Delhi actually in Gurgaon. So I my college friends in Delhi so mm-hmm. I know that they stay and I know few riders also. So that's why I took the option of going Delhi since it's near also ah. and it's been a long time since I visited them. So social visit and professional visit will be done in one touch only. <laughs> I think yeah even Guwahati with the amount of riders and the clubs that are coming that are coming up I think we need to have like professional way of bike fitting as well because I think lots of uh youngsters are coming up and they are you know uh, participating in national camps no so i think we will definitely need you know some professional bike fitters yeah that's really like uh, what i notice like the ones who are doing the national games or are uh, associated with the institution or associations ah. like sai or cfi they already have done their bike fitting what, okay. what i assume or presume while going to india but the rest riders who are doing brms or yeah, yeah. Uh, any brevets or any touring yes those uh, those people need more bike fitting uh-huh. or people are not aware actually the main thing is awareness people mm-hmm. do not know what is bike fitting yes. even if i say someone bike fitting what step <laughs> they would say they don't understand what bike fitting so it's still a not awareness people are not aware of it even if you go they will say okay my height is this much even when i bought the bike i know that medium is the right size for me uh-huh. but if i go to a different brand uh, the bike fitting is actually uh, before buying a bike itself the body measurement is done then only a bike the is bike recommended bike. that's bike fitting that's yes. for, that's the base of it before going you need to check the height uh, the length everything then only they recommend these are the brands that i can go for yeah tailor for cyclists yeah tailor yeah. for cyclists <laughs> <laughs> so then only so uh, it's main uh, more about awareness when you get aware of it that okay there is something called bike fitting where we need to get ourselves adjusted with our bike or mm. we need to get adjusted how the bike it is so then only people will go or ask for bike fitting plus like i said unless you do not get the problem you never ask for it 
Yeah. Unless you face that problem. When exactly. you start facing that problem, oh. then you think, okay, something is wrong oh. with my bike or something is wrong with me. There might be some problem with the body posture also. So a lot of things uh, uh, comes into account. Uh, so you cannot say anything. So in generally in India, what happens is that if you want to buy a new bike, first thing you will ask for budget. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Generally. Yeah, 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 the first yeah. thing. Budget and then maybe brand or thing like yeah. that. The company, you know. Color. Yeah, color, all those things. Yeah. And after that, you we don't do bike feeding. And then we have this notion that when you sit on your bike, your your leg has to be able to reach your reach the ground. ground. Like yeah. we think as uh-huh. like other like motorbike yeah. or scooter like that, so that we can when we are stopping we should but it's not like that. When you do bike feeding you know you can't reach your leg <laughs> it's never so it, it's how we have started so when we started cycling okay my if my legs are touching the ground okay yeah. I'm fine because uh, we have always the insecurity of we might fall down yeah, we might fall down. Yes. So yeah. it's always have been like that so but if if not bike fitting also the proper posture should be like the knee should be bent around like 45 degree or somewhat uh-huh. but still <clears throat> unless the bike fitting is not done you don't know the exact, exact. amount of angle the hand elbow position unless the bike fitting is done we won't be able to know <laughs> so apart from cycling and participating at like one of apart the from, toughest apart from ultra cycling yeah ultra cycling <laughs> apart what do you do what do you yeah. normally do normally <laughs> like my days are always busy weekdays i am always busy with the hospital duties mm-hmm. like uh, because uh, it's a uh, the in IT infrastructure is still new to okay. us also yeah and in hospitals uh, it's still new to the doctors even to the patients sometimes so I uh, so weekdays I'm busy with the office schedule once I'm home uh, I start browsing the YouTube only I just keep seeing what I need to do to improve myself because initially it was a hobby like okay uh, I can do this and that so now I'm trying to focus more on cycling along with my office duties also mm-hmm. so when i'm home or when i free time i try to see what different i can do with myself because there will be a point when i need to choose like uh, about what i need to do next and how my body is okay so if my body is not well i cannot do anything it's the body the main that carries us yeah so the recovery is also must so i also look into that how i can recover myself or what things or exercises can be done so okay. that I can make my body stronger so that I can perform well. Not If not perform well, I can stay fit while I'm riding yeah. in any way. Do you do other workouts? You, know, you lift weight or you try to gain muscle or all this exercise? I have been recommended by a lot of people, my family, my parents also, but I do not do any of it, to be frank. <laughs> <laughs> because lots of other cyclists from yeah. like they, western countries and all they do that right uh, they do that but i have never done it i <laughs> do i do little bit of stretching like compared what i should be doing i do a very less amount of it but when i do it i do it but uh, i'm uh, might be initial my base my father used to take uh, like uh, he's a, he's an athlete himself okay. so he used to uh, wake me up early morning took me to runs running so i have i have knowledge of running i okay. played football I played badminton, I have played uh, 
swimming also okay so lot of different activities sports i have done uh-huh. so might be due to that uh, yeah i am um, still used to doing a lot of activities so and before yes uh, one thing i remember before going to uh, or before joining elial there was a running event uh, it's called um, hell hell race okay which hell uh, race yeah the rim, which uh, happens in rimbik okay and it's um, 30 km race which mm-hmm. i was planning and it's elevation of i think 900 meters or um, 1200 meters i forgot what was i think yes 1200 meters i think something around of that okay so i wanted to test how my body is so i went there and i was able to complete within the time mm-hmm. so might be like the day to day activities i am doing a little bit of running or mtb cycling i don't know how but my body is still going on but i do need to focus more on stretching right now which i am not doing it but step by step i'm still doing a little bit yeah because unless the body is not recovered fully i i am thinking not to do much effort because i do not know internally how my bo- <coughs> sorry body got affected during the ride yeah so when we talk about you have talk about your body how you are taking care how you are preparing and all but then there when it comes to ultra cycling or ultra marathon and all long distance you know endurance so most part of it also plays with your mindset you know your mental game right because when we ride for 400 more than 400 like 300 was somewhat like for me it was okay yeah. i can do it you know don't have to put too much mental pressure and you know but then once i did like 600 then things comes you know yeah because you are not sleeping properly lots of factors that you have said like yeah. you had like for food and for different food, location water, all yeah, those yeah. things so you try to even you know nullify one of the aspect where you don't put the pressure in your thing so how do you control your mindset <laughs> how what what do you say to yourself and uh, tell me about it is i would not to listen because i <laughs> oh yeah. yeah is it the playlist <laughs> Or you know uh, you have a secret playlist. <laughs> <laughs> you say you talk motivational speech. <laughs> What like, do you do? Uh, like you are right. Uh, even for me also, I started my randoning uh, career with 300. Directly I went for 300. So uh, 300 is easy. What I noticed because it's within one day. Yeah. It's never a pressure. But when you do 400 and 600, it's more than one day yeah. then the pressure starts coming on mind and we we seem to hallucinate a lot of riders i have seen yeah. hallucinate in 600 i so i when, did i did i feel now you say listen i have seen two or three <laughs> riders who have hallucinated so uh, they said i said hallucinate i said i never hallucinate i don't know how it will be but when i was doing 1000 i did i got hallucinated okay. i was riding i don't know why even at the tracks that i were playing were on loop i got exhausted bored because the same thing was playing <laughs> playing playing for 75 hours the same songs of it's difficult <laughs> so uh, at that point i think where i forgot where i was on the last day i was riding and uh, i started i think talking to myself for my it was playing in my head i think someone said to look behind i look behind and i almost fell down of the road <laughs> <laughs> but it was good road on the side so I, nothing happened but apart from that um, what uh, because otherwise it's never recommended in even uh, international international they never recommend to use earphones even if you're using one side should be open okay. so in uh, lel i why is, why is that 
because you don't know if someone is calling yeah. you for help okay, okay. might be a car might car be coming car. so anything just to be on safe side they, mm. it's it's not recommended to use earphones but mm. we use yeah. it for our preference only but otherwise it's not recommended yeah. so uh, what i did in elias or what i started noticing that either one best way is to sing song Mm. If you know a song, try to sing on repetition. But <laughs> I do not know lyrics of a lot of songs, <laughs> and I was humming Hobby. as much as possible. I was changing this and that, this and that. So that's way how I keep myself calm or the pressure, like the pressure that I mentioned, like fifteen hundred kilometer, so much elevation, navigation. So if there are ten. Uh, hurdles to be crossed, mm. then it's better to nullify one, and nullify as much as possible. But yeah. some hurdles will be there. But if you can nullify something, then at least your mind will be at peace. Rest to sing song or hum something in your mind so that your mind is active and it's refreshed. Mm. And ah uh, uh, yes, what I realized crucially, you need to know uh, where you are able to. focus like if you are a day rider if you can ride during mm. the night better psychology to that you can work okay man you said lots of things so much things <laughs> to <laughs> lots of information new information lots of clips even me i you know that i yeah. love cycling yeah yeah <laughs> and then i think i caught especially with uh i i i like the part where he said you know about the mental part yeah, yeah, where yeah. you have to take out few factors yeah you know reduce the amount of pressure that wherever you can reduce yeah, because the pressure would be there no matter what riding a distance until you have not completed the event yeah. the pressure is always there so you need to make sure to nullify the other factors as much as possible like some things would be there mm. body pain thinking what to do next what to not do those would be there but if you can nullify something or make your mind cool Yeah, that might be helpful. And and so, you have seen this cycling culture being, you know, it it has been like for last few years you have seen how it has grown. Yeah. Even in Assam, in Northeast. So, what do you think? Like, is is it going to be going on like this, or what is our is it going to like stop? Do you think you you have you are seeing new cyclists coming up? What do you think? What do you see? So, if you say future-wise, I do not know what it might be, mm. but as point of a health perspective, I have seen a lot of people taking up cycling due yeah. to health issue only because yes. the day-to-day schedule is so busy, like and uh, people eating fast food. And even <laughs> I take fast food, <laughs> but uh, something uh, do something out of some are take uh, some have taken up cycling due to health. Ah. Some have taken up cycling to roam here and there. Some have taken up cycling so that they can go in places where they cannot go with their bikes or yeah, cars. Exactly. So there are different yeah. reasons to take cycling. Ah. So with those reasons, if people still continue, then cycling would be there. But ah. rest is about awareness only. Yeah. The rest are. And and also we have seen I think during pandemic, yeah, yeah. it has grown a lot. Pandemic did help. <laughs> did help no cycling because the police were not allowing anyone to go out. Yeah. So people said okay, they are not doing anything yeah. to cyclists. Let's take out cycling. So, which was a uh, uh, not bad intention, but yeah. if they still, if they are still continuing, then that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I say to anyone, like in my hospital itself, there are few uh, like they have cycles. They ask me like, 
when do I do cycling? I do not have time. I say if you can take just ten fifteen minutes, mm. just ten fifteen minutes, not more than that daily. If you can come to office and go good. If not, then take out ten fifteen minutes, either after dinner, or in the morning. Right, ten fifteen minutes. That's more than enough. Because once you get used to it, ten fifteen minutes, then that person himself will take out more time. <laughs> with uh, beat 50, uh, 20 minutes, 50 minutes or one hour, he will take it out himself. So it's more about taking out time for just 10-15 minutes. So let's go back to your history of when you, co- when you started cycling. How did you find that love for cycling? When yeah. did you really say, okay, I love cycling, I wanted to keep on cycling. There was, was there any moment or... Wait? Was it gradually it happened or I think when, when was it? I suppose it's a gradual process that it happened because um, uh, like everybody, everybody started cycling at the childhood age. Yeah. Everybody did. I also did. But uh, I started uh, going to tuitions with cycles only. Okay. So that I started keep continuing like that way. Mm. I, and uh, in, uh, when I was in class uh, 11 or 12, I think, I suppose, if I'm right, I went to Tegiria Waterfalls, which is around, I think, uh, up down 70 will mm-hmm. be. So that was the time when, that was the first longest I did. Okay, mm. it's a very long I did. I was very satisfied with myself. And plus at that time also, in, I think it should be around 2010 or 11 when um. I did that. So that's a huge thing at that time. Yeah. So gradually itself only, uh, the love for cycling came because I saw uh, going the bus also was difficult at the time or sometimes walking also was difficult mm-hmm. but with cycle I could I could go somewhere and even my <laughs> my parents also allowed okay even he goes somewhere he can come home early okay. <laughs> I might it might be that my parents were relaxed of letting me go uh, somewhere nearby in on cycle so it stayed and gradually I did cycling um, and I think that way itself it came. It it was a gradual process, I would say. Mm. That's all. <laughs> and and one thing that I really wanted to know from you is that, see, when we tell any normal people, any like our friends or family, that oh we ride for four hundred kilometers, six hundred, they would be like, why do you do that? Right. Yeah. The first thing they would do, <laughs> why would you do that? They would say that. So. I'm asking you the same questions. <laughs> Why, Why do you do that? Yes. What motivates you to do? And not coming from, you know, like someone who has done 600, 400 PRMs in Guwahati. I'm asking for, to someone who has done LEL, which mm. is one of the toughest, like, bicycling even in the world. So what motivates you to do that? Why do you do that? What is your end goal? Yeah. There's no end goal, I would say. Like I just like doing it, so I I just keep on doing it. And why do you do it? Uh, a lot of people, in, even I ask sometimes, like, why do I do it? When I was, um, I think I asked that question. Uh, yes, when I was doing that thousand BRM, I crossed the Kaziranga fe- uh, Kaziranga part mm. both times, and it was in the night time. Ah. And I, when I was coming on the final day, I was thinking, why I am doing all this? Why the torture to myself? I could be sitting in home and lying, doing something. <laughs> I, was like, I, I still ask sometimes, why do I love doing it? I'm still not sure. But uh, what I see, like, what I have realized sometimes, when we are completely stressed out, if the day has been stressed out, or we are depressed, be from scolding from uh, parents, office, or 
n number of issues if you are depressed if i take out the bike go somewhere my the mind gets a little bit of relax i have yeah. realized that two exactly. or three times i realized that apart from that i have seen uh, the beauty of nature how we can uh, see see is if you go by car to shillong we go very we pass a lot of uh, locations without even noticing yeah. but when we go by bike we tend to notice uh, let's say in car we notice 10% on on bike I we will notice around 50 to 60% but when we go on cycle i have seen we notice almost the 100% of the things uh, if not 100 i would say 90%, 90% of the things yeah. even a small True. stream even a small waterfall will yes. be noticed and when we reach that we will say okay it took me this much effort so the happiness yeah. that comes from inside that's that only a cyclist will know yeah. or a one who is running the runners who yeah, do yeah, ultra yeah. marathons they know once they reach that goal like someone will think okay today i will go to police bazaar once he reach there he is like oh the satisfaction i think nobody no one can give that kind of satisfaction mm -hmm. <laughs> it might be due to that but see if you someone still ask i am always like why do i do i don't know i just love doing it so i keep on doing it <laughs> So for a beginner uh, beginner cyclist like uh, which place in the northeast would you say is the most beautiful place that they should cycle to once it's on the perspective of the rider itself if he likes going to forest then in guwahati you have different locations yeah. if he likes riding in the mountains then meghalaya arunachal so it's on the rider what he likes yeah. to ride it might be he might be like going to uh, like the most prominent that i have seen for a lot of riders from guwahati is belly view ah. mm. so they will go meet up it's good so it's on the perspective of the rider some like riding in groups yeah so there yeah. are different locations even small small locations are also there which they can go and visit but it's on them what they want to do and where they want to do or where they want to it's on them so directly. on your free free time Do you try to promote cycling to your friends, colleagues, families? Uh, you know, I think they get motivated by default. I yeah. would say I do not go and uh, tell someone do cycling. I think me doing cycling motivates Same. other, or me exactly. doing some achievements or getting yeah. some milestones yeah. does affect others because I have seen. Yes, they come and ask me. You have done that, Malay? Yeah, yeah. Well, how did you do, or what did you do? They come and I think. me riding on my daily basis or going to any events or riding anywhere motivates by default to all the others who known to be rest they are known i'm not sure i've seen uh, many people know know me either by my name mm -hmm. or by my face i i can i can add on to that because there's in my gym there's one guy so i go to my gym yeah. like every now and then yeah. on my bicycle right so there's one guy who came and asked me oh, you ride bicycle yeah i said yeah i ride bicycle i do you know yeah. and he said do you go for something and then he was telling me oh one of my cousin like towards my mom's side he went to london you know like and i said is it ribunjo is it yeah 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 how do you know i was like <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about it his name is chinmoy if you know chinmoy his name was chinmoy so he's towards chinmoy ah yeah mom's, yeah mom's yeah, side, mom's, yeah, yeah, side. Yeah. Sorry, lean, lean. So yeah, 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 yeah. He trains at Pitang MMA. Okay, okay, okay. So he was telling me that. Oh, that idea. Okay, 
you know so that's what i yeah, add on yeah. people see that came up to you and told you like uh, they were inspired by you and started cycling or anyone few have like fans of <laughs> <laughs> and and one thing that i like about him because i'm not saying because there is a camera or i'm saying not saying because he is there one thing i have noticed about him because i'm in different we are in different groups together right in whatsapp group or you know whenever we write mm. he would never like you know try to brag about himself or post yeah. about you know or say things or oh, like that every time he does things somebody else advocate for him you know oh he is doing that he is doing that he is not the one and there are few writers which i'm not going to name of course who always you know if they write for at least in 50 km they would just put a post pictures you know like that yeah so i don't know it's maybe it's that helps them so that helps them it's good for them but then something i have noticed from ribunjoy that's why I, whenever i go for rides whenever i meet him i always say hi hello and then we all try to ride together doing 600 uh, i think we are almost riding almost, together and uh, there were yes. some technical mechanical issues yes. and then you guys have to stay back and all like that so i think thank you so much by the way for <laughs> coming and talking yes, to us yes thank you i think i have learned a lot from you i this discussion was so much needed for me and even for yes, abilash yes. who who is and not no, into psych, yes, cycling no. <laughs> but i think you can but still yeah, there are things i can relate like he said like cycling going out cycling clears your mind like even me riding my scooty no that, it, it, it depends yes. but it's a different I'm polluting i'm polluting the environment i know but even that is like sometimes but you should try cycling but you should try cycling yeah i also sometimes say try try sometimes yeah. i say to people try cycling just try once so the main thing is getting used to it once yeah, you get used, used to, it. to it and i think once you're addicted to it's difficult like for us i think cycling is almost like an addiction it has become addiction yeah. for us i think <laughs> the moment that i you know complain to myself that i'm not doing enough in life is like i look at my bicycle and if there is dust in my bicycle <laughs> then i say like okay you are not taking care of your health <laughs> you are not doing enough you know you're not improving yeah. then okay i have to get on my bicycle and then i have to ride so when i ride i come back and if i ride on sunday so the next week is much easier ha huh, yeah to, it's easier to go through right to go through, yeah and so, i think yeah as you mentioned the, the dust on the bike i think us uh, like uh, if we have a car even if we have a bike or even if we do not but the car bike and ours is i think the bike uh, the cycle would be more shinier mm. than any of the current bike <laughs> i think <laughs> true even though if if you are riding a car every day but mm. still the cycle would be a little bit more shinier than the car <laughs> exactly so his exactly. cycle is in the living room so he's very close <laughs> <laughs> no even um, mine bike is also if even if it's it's not in the living room it will be in one of the rooms okay. because i i i do not trust keeping it downstairs <laughs> anyway because uh, the number of thefts that happens yeah, i yeah, yeah. i say to everybody if you have a, if you own a house put it take it side. put it in a room even if you stay in a flat if uh, it's you are allowed to take your bike to your room take it up and keep it in your room rather than keep it in the open it's yeah. better safe than sorry yeah. no how matter much, how much would your cycle be worth uh like the road bike that i'm riding i purchased it uh, with it's it costed me one leg but i did some upgrades so the upgrade value also increased mm. the wow. cycle <laughs> that cycle cycle we should be in the bedroom <laughs> the bed. no there are more expensive cycle actually there are more expensive like yeah, yeah, yeah. the, um, the most expensive in guwahati i think 
Yeah, that's why I think it uh, it's around seven lakhs. Owned by someone. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, owned okay, by someone. Okay. It's just, there are expensive bikes in Guwahati. Three, four. One. Yeah. So I do not say about being expensive. Be a twenty thousand bike because yeah, a twenty thousand right. bike is also expensive to someone. Ah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, so obviously. I yeah twenty thousand ten thousand also will be expensive. Yeah. So I say keep it safe as much as possible. Mm. Yeah, it's not about because the price. Because the ten thousand we don't know how much he, he got or yeah. how much their parents got it for. So it's better to keep it safe as much as possible. Very true. Yeah. Even uh, as like two three locks. <laughs> get it locked and keep it safe <laughs> and i think we have talked a lot for today yes, yes. and he has shared so much and really thank you for yes. coming and talking with us welcome welcome thank you for i'm sure me. we will call you back again yes. <laughs> like apart from pie cycling we i 20000 kilometers <laughs> next <laughs> i i enjoyed a lot talking yes, to you yes obviously so apart from talking about pie cycling all the time we can come and just talk about other things as well yes. yeah yeah sure so sure please to come back whenever you know yes. you have time <laughs> we call you sure sure so no problem I think since you are the first guest debut guest yes yeah so if anything happens or if you know once this podcast this picks podcast up picks and up. it does well we will always call you back and then we have yeah. a very interesting discussion like we had today yes Sure, no problem at all. <laughs> Such a great conversation. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. Thank and you for having me. Thank you to all our listeners for listening today, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll catch you again next week. Peace. Bye. 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 Done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>